My point in saying all this to get to this idea of the when is to stop putting yourself in a place of comparison, to stop putting yourself in a place where you are a thief of your own joy, a thief of your own experience because you're looking to someone else to set the guidelines. Hi friends, and welcome to Do The Damn Thing. I'm your host, Lauren LaRue. I'm an entrepreneur who started with a small blog, and now I am the CEO of the LaRue brand, a lifestyle business and branding studio for women entrepreneurs building intentional lives and intentional businesses. But don't fret, this podcast is for everybody. I created this podcast with the intent to offer people a safe space to land and learn about the journey we're all on together. It's not just about being happy. It's about healing, getting to know yourself, and living intentionally, which is why this podcast is the right place for all of you beautiful souls showing up ready to change your life. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Do The Damn Thing podcast. I hope you're all having a wonderful and beautiful week. It's mid-June when I'm recording this. Can't believe summer's in full swing. I hope wherever you are, that summer energy is just giving you a beautiful boost of serotonin. The sun is just shining today and it's making me so happy. I want to be out by the pool. But as always, I'm excited to talk to you guys today about the podcast topic. I was sitting here thinking about what I wanted to talk about and the topic of when and the topic of timelines has come up a lot in this podcast. We've talked about it before. We've talked about it variations of in several podcasts But I was listening to another podcaster yesterday, and she was talking about letting go of the how, how to release circumstances, expectations, experiences around things that you want or desire so that they can come into your life. Letting go of trying to decipher all of the different ways you can get from point A to point B, right? So the example we use a lot on the podcast is getting a job that you really want. So if you're, you know, going through the interview process and thinking about all of the ways it could go right, then you're creating so many different timelines, so many different scenarios in your head of how you're going to get from where you are now to getting this job and vice versa. We do that with a lot of negative actions as well or negative circumstances or negative thoughts. So we think of all the ways something could go wrong and without anything actually happening yet, We're creating all of these different circumstances that could come into our lives because our brain is automatically going to the yes or the no, the good or the bad circumstances. So I wanted to talk about how to let go of the when, how to let go of the timing aspect of things. Now, I've said this to you guys so many times before, and I know that every time I say it, it hits differently, I'm sure, but you are always on the right timeline. You are always on the right path. You are always exactly where you are meant to be. You're never in the wrong spot. You're never doing something wrong. You are always in the right place. And I was listening to another podcast. I've been uh, getting back into my podcasting, which has been really nice listening, actually. Not obviously recording. I record once a week. But I was listening to another podcast. It was the Weekly Energy Boost again, where they had mentioned that in kind of relationship to this this hard pill to swallow being that you're always exactly where you're meant to be, they put a really beautiful spin on it that I wanted to touch on in this podcast of the when. Basically, what they had said is that when you're in a circumstance or a situation or experience that's, let's call it undesirable, right? So something that's really bad happening in your life, um, whether it's 
you know, a really rough week at work or you got fired or maybe something even more dramatic or drastic. Uh, Maybe you lost someone, maybe you lost a pet, maybe you're grieving someone or something. Let's just say you're in a bad spot. And I'd like, I'd like to think I'm part of the majority that when I get in those bad spots or when you get in those bad spots, we definitely fall victim to our circumstances. We victimize ourselves and our lives and what's going on in our lives right now that make us feel like a victim of something, right? Maybe you didn't cause for you to get fired, but it just happened, right? Maybe there's a layoff in your industry and you're just a part of the layoffs, But you know at your heart, you're so talented, you're so good at what you do, so you're questioning why. Why do I deserve this? Why did this happen to me? Why does this have to be me that's going through this? Why not my colleague? Why not this person? And you you create a situation and circumstances in which you're the victim of something happening to you. And from that victimization, we adopt a usually angry mindset. Why me? I don't deserve this, right? And we get angrier the more we think about it. We get angrier the more we feel victimized, right? By something that we didn't invite into our lives. So when you're in this mindset of feeling angry at the world, feeling angry at your circumstances that you didn't necessarily invite into your life, we tend to get very existential in a way of thinking, right? Like I said, right? Like, why me? Why do I deserve this? This isn't something I wanted. This isn't something I asked for. This isn't something I deserve, right? And again, the victim and deserving fall very hand in hand. And in the Weekly Energy Boost podcast, they had talked about how similar to the notion that whatever higher power you subscribe to, they don't hand us anything we can't handle. So in a similar sense, but I I would say maybe take that down a few notches, a little less like worldly and a little bit more personable to think that you're going through whatever feels difficult right now, not only because you can handle it because you can, but you're also going through something because it's a stepping stone and inviting path into what's coming next into your life. And now It's so much easier, obviously, right, for us to sit here and think about the ways that's happened in the past. But if you're someone currently going through a situation where you're just like, what the hell? Why am I going through this? This isn't what I asked for. This isn't what I deserve, blah, blah, blah. It's very hard to see, you know, the the light at the end of the tunnel, right? But just like that Steve Jobs quote, the something about the path behind you, you, it's so much easier to see the path behind you than it is to see it ahead. So very similarly, you're thinking that if this is the circumstance you're in right now, it's very difficult for you to see how you're going to get out of it, right? When you're going to get out of it, which is what we're going to get to in a minute. But if you're someone sitting here calmly relaxed and you're able to more objectively look back at your past, you're able to see where the difficult moments led you into something so much greater in your life, a circumstance, an opportunity, an experience so much more beautiful than you could have imagined which is very similar to the notion of letting go of the how, because when we let go of the how and we become open, again, so many podcasts, I've, I've talked about this with you guys. I really invite you to listen to a couple of the more recent ones where I talk about this, like the podcast episode, Let It Be Hard, or sometimes what we need isn't always what we want, uh, romanticizing your life, what you focus on expands. 
I, I invite you to listen to all of those episodes because I talk about the the how a lot, but I don't necessarily always talk about the when. Like I said, I've talked to you guys before about letting go of this idea of a timeline and specifically regarding comparing your timeline to someone else, right? Because like I said at the beginning of this podcast, you're never in the wrong spot. You're never in, in a wrong situation. And whatever you're going through in life right now, whether it's good or bad, this is an opportunity for you to expand. This is an opportunity for you to reevaluate what's happening in your life, maybe take a more objective step backward and look at it more from an omnipresent point of view and a little bit less victimization and think about the ways that this moment could perhaps be expanding your life because they always are. So in the podcast, they had mentioned that whatever, again, like I said, whatever higher power you prescribe to, for me, that's the universe. It's not a person. For me, I believe, and again, please let me remind you, there is a, there were moments, years in my life where if someone had said this to me, I would have laughed in their face. I, I wouldn't have believed it. I would have laughed. I would have gotten angry that someone was telling me basically the way I would have interpreted it would have been you think I deserve what I went through. You think it's my fault that I, I've i gone through what I've gone through, right? Because I was so victim to my emotions and I was so victim to my circumstances that I didn't ever take control over them for years, right? So again, if you're sitting here getting annoyed at what I'm saying and you're thinking like, no, that's not true. This is just, I'm just, what I'm going through is too hard and too bad. I totally invite you to welcome those feelings, get angry and invite those emotions in and address them because I assure you if I could do it and I could get to this point one day where I believe what I'm saying, you certainly can too. So anyways, the Kabbalah podcast, they were talking about how the universe, again, whatever higher power you prescribe to will never hand you what you cannot handle. So that brings me to discussing this this idea of when but when will I get out of this when will this new job come in when will my paycheck get bigger when will I travel to this place when will my circumstances change to make me happier and I don't want to cover the topic again of well you have to have gratitude for where you are now you have to embrace the moment you are in now because again those are things we've talked about many a time before and if you're interested in hearing more about that again just go listen to some of those podcasts where specifically I'd say the let it be hard one that was a really good informative one about you know kind of embracing where you are now letting things be hard and having gratitude for them so go back and listen to that what I want to really dive into today and think about today of letting go of the when is to to really embrace your own spiritual journey to embrace who you are and to stop comparing your life to someone else who has gone through more than you or hasn't gone through as much as you which again is very subjective to the person and if you don't understand what I mean I want to explain that a little bit I even still in my life struggle to see people who are objectively more successful than me who haven't gone through what I've gone through that's a very hard thing for to, for me to admit um, and even feels a little embarrassing, but I'm a human being. I'm allowed to make mistakes. I'm allowed to feel certain emotions. And even still in my life, practicing all the spirituality that I have, practicing intentional living and growing the relationship that I have with myself and the, the pride that I feel for myself, there are still times where I catch myself feeling very judgy and very angry for someone's success when they haven't 
gone through, what I've gone through, when they haven't been through the trenches that I've dug and then escaped. So experiences in our lives are so subjective to us, right? What you might find to be the best day of your life might be like a regular day for someone. What you might find so, so utterly beautiful, someone might find mundane. What you find horrifically ugly, someone might find beautiful, right? Maybe your favorite book is the book someone absolutely hates. Every every single experience in our life is so subjective to our emotions and the the belief systems and the knowledge that we've adopted over the years of our lives, right? So it's very clear, like literally every person you meet in your life has some has in some way shaped who you are when I say that experiences and emotions are very subjective it's very easy for us to judge someone and think they haven't been through enough so they don't deserve what they have and that's a very dark thought to have I've had it before I'll probably have it again that's okay because I'm willing to address it and I I see it up front and I acknowledge the thought But it can feel very overwhelming and very annoying to feel like someone hasn't worked hard enough or been in a bad enough place to have the success that they have. And that goes back to this idea that the universe isn't handing you more difficult, again, subjectively difficult situations because you deserve them, because you need to be more victimized. Our life paths are so different from every single person in this planet. Every single person in the world has such a different path to expand on and open through and and learn and develop through. And when you can realize that, that's what's truly beautiful about life because knowing that your journey is so utterly unique to you. And I do believe in past lives. I do believe that we learn something in a past life and carry it through. So every time we're, you know, reincarnated as someone new or something new, we're coming in with a subconscious knowledge of what we've learned before. Now, you may you don't have to you don't have to believe that, you don't have to adopt that belief. That's what I believe. However, whether you believe that or not, your circumstances of your life as it is currently, of the lifetime you're currently living, are not because you deserve to be punished more or less than the person standing next to you. It is simply that, again, going back to this thought, this this concept that I bring up almost every podcast, we cannot know a world of good if, if we don't know any evil. We cannot know joy if we do not know sadness. And that is what's so beautiful. But also, obviously, very heartbreaking. There are people in this world that will only experience the harshness, the harsh realities of life. And again, it's so difficult to put yourself in the position of, well, why does that person deserve that? And I get to live this like American lifestyle or wherever you're from, where you're, you know, we don't even understand that the privilege of like having a roof over our head is actual privilege, right? Running clean water, etc. So we could get into the philosophical, ethical conundrum here. We could, but I'm certainly not going to because I'm not a philosophy teacher. I'm not an ethics teacher. My point in saying all this to get to this idea of the when is to stop putting yourself in a place of comparison, to stop putting yourself in a place where you are a thief of your own joy, a thief of your own experience because you're looking to someone else to set the guidelines. The school of life, this is not a one size fits all type of deal. 
there is not a right or wrong way to approach life. And if you feel like you've done something wrong, one of the most beautiful quotes I've ever heard from Deepak Chopra on one of his meditations is, and I've never thought about it like this, but if you feel like you've done something wrong, you can always choose to do it again. If you feel like you've apologized to someone wrong or approached a situation wrong or did a job interview wrong or did something, quote, wrong, which there is no right or wrong way, you have the choice to choose to do something again. Now, this choice, going back to very being very ethical, is that you have to choose to put your pride aside, which most people can't do, to then make that choice again. So let's say you have a fight with a best friend and you were very heated in the moment. So you said things you regret. A lot of people can't apologize for that. A lot of people are so stuck in their own pride that they don't know how to put it aside and make things better. That is probably one of the biggest lessons I've learned in the last three years is being okay with being prideful in myself And the most pride I have in myself, the most proud I am of myself as of late is when I can put that pride aside and admit when I was wrong, which is frequently. I'm a human being. I'm wrong a lot. So there is no right or wrong way to approach this. And when you can accept that the timeline you're at is where you're meant to be and every circumstance, every situation, every experience that comes towards you approach it in a way that intuitively feels right the when will come as you allow life to unfold simultaneously going back to that point of gratitude we can't forget that little tidbit that seed of gratitude that you've planted because when you plant these seeds when you plant the seed of gratitude when you plant the seed of letting go of the when letting go of the how all of these seeds are going to start growing right everything We have no idea how much is happening in the background of our own life. We have no idea how many circumstances are unfolding every moment for us so that next week you get that job offer, so that next week, next month, next year, you get that promotion, whatever it is that you're wanting, that you're desiring. So, so much is happening in the background and our peripheral that we can't see. And that's what's so beautiful about letting go of the when. It's not... I think a lot of us have an issue of letting go of when and letting go of our timeline because it feels like we're letting go of control. Perhaps it even feels like we're being lazy. And for me, I could I could definitely see myself feeling that way, feeling lazy about something. But if we let go of the when and we embrace the circumstances in which we're at now while pursuing action for whatever it is we're desiring, again, going back to the job front, like obviously you need to be applying for jobs or putting yourself out there or networking or connecting. But if you let go of the when, all of a sudden you're going to get that spontaneous email of, hey, my friend passed along your information. I have a job that's so perfect for you. I know we're going to do great. Like I know we're going to connect. Can you come in for an interview tomorrow? And it's all just going to seamlessly fall together because the universe is always looking out for you. So the moment you lost your job, and let's say if we're if we're really touching on like universal law of attraction and making sure everything is unfolding just as it should. Maybe you weren't in a financial situation to lose your job and it caused a lot of stress, but maybe you also hated your job. The universe 
put you in a position to lose that current job so that this new position could fall into your life. You were ready to take a new step forward in your career and in your life in which you're doing something that you actually love and maybe the pay is even better. Letting go of the when isn't something that's easy. It isn't something that feels natural because it feels like we're giving up control and again, like I said, probably feeling a bit lazy on the forefront of trying to pursue something. But we can pursue things without deadlines. We can pursue things without trying to put it within a calendar time frame. Time is most often talked about as a construct, right? So we look at a calendar, that's what we've formed as our own personal, you know, timelines for human evolution. We're able to see how we evolve over time because we've constructed a 365 year timeline, 24 hours in the day, 60 60 minutes in an hour, 60 seconds in a minute, right? That's that's how we've constructed our time, our idea of time, our understanding of time. When you put yourself in time constraints, when you give yourself deadlines, which as a Virgo is one of my favorite things to do. We know this. I love a good deadline. I love a good time constraint. I love having that little bit of extra pressure. However, that being said, when we put ourselves within the constraints of a timeline to achieve something that we have no idea how much time it will actually take, you're already setting yourself up for failure because you're trying to control the when. There is so much in our lives that we do not have control over. So, 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 so much. Like I, that, that list is infinite. Absolutely. However, you would be very shocked to see how many circumstances, how many experiences, how many emotions, how much of your own life that you actually do have control over. And this, this topic goes all the way back to the very beginning of this podcast, talking to you guys about that list I made about my can control and can't controls. I encourage you to go listen to that podcast because that is the list that changed my life. However, when you look at how much you're actually in control over and you really take a minute to consume that information to understand like, wow, this is how much I do have control over. Even though that list might seem very small to that infinite list of things you can't control, you'd be shocked to see how much of the can controls you're not actually taking control of. So in this realization, you have no control over how quickly time passes. You have no control over how quickly you get something that you want or desire. However, you do have control over the actions you take towards it. And when you take control of the actions, when you seize the moment for the actions you can take and the mindset you can have about things, that is when you naturally let go of the when. That is when you naturally adopt the belief that everything will happen for me when it's meant to. Everything will happen for my highest good when it's meant to come into my life. Because there are definitely circumstances that will come into our lives at the wrong time we've all heard like the phrase you know wrong place wrong time wrong person whatever it is and it i do believe that it's definitely true that we can work so hard to attract circumstances into our life earlier than they're meant to come and when they come at the wrong time we're not yet ready for them right we're not ready to be that person have that relationship have that job A great example of this is with my personal entrepreneurship journey. If I had gone from zero to 100 in the first six months of my career, the first six months of developing LaRue, I would have been so overwhelmed with the amount of tasks 
Yes, but I would have been so overwhelmed with the amount of fear that I had of clients trusting me with their money, of clients trusting me with their lives, their mindset, etc. I would have been terrified, absolutely terrified if, if my client book booked out in six months. I am so grateful that while even even though in the moment it felt like everything was moving literally at a glacial pace, I am so grateful looking back now. I can see again, going back to that quote of stepping stones, how the stones unfolded as they should, how my timeline unfolded so that once I could get to this moment, literally recording this podcast, you guys, and sharing this, this information, sharing this wisdom, sharing this advice, whatever you want to call it. I am now able to see that time, the the when unfolded just as it was meant to so that I could feel prepared, so that I could feel ready, so that I could feel pride about the way my business has grown. So letting go of the when to embrace your own personal spiritual journey, while I understand that feels so impossible, and again, I understand it's so much easier to look back than it is to look forward. Letting go of the when means letting go a piece of control that you never actually had control over. Letting go of the when means releasing expectations of what you think you deserve and when, and instead working towards what you want and waiting for it to come in when the time is right for you. You may feel really ready for something in your life, but there are a lot of subconscious blocks that you might not realize are there. And if you were to get whatever it is you desire, that's when you would start self-sabotaging. A really, really amazing, perfect example of this is I have friends, I have a few friends like this, girlfriends, and I used to be very much like this, where I loved being single and then I really wanted to get in a relationship. And this was years ago, like this, this was when I was in college but I would really want to get into a relationship. And then the moment things started to get somewhat serious with a guy or we started getting too like lovey-dovey or spending too much time together, I would bolt for the hills. Absolutely bolt. And that's because, and I know so many of you are probably nodding your head right now thinking, yep, that's me. (laughs) Because I know a couple of my friends that need to hear this. However, this is happening because you're telling yourself you want a relationship. You're telling yourself you want the sort of cover version of what a relationship offers, right? So intimacy as far as like emotions and someone to hold you and hug you and hold hands with and give you cute kisses and do cute things together. However, the actual intimacy part, the intimacy of sharing each other's lives is what terrifies you. You feel like you're going to fail or even scarier sometimes, you feel like someone is going to fail you. So the moment things start to get too serious, you bolt for the hills, been there, done that. That was me. Totally. 100%. So a really great thing to think about as far as when is if you're telling yourself you're ready for a relationship, but you haven't done the subconscious digging, you haven't, you haven't dug into what is actually going on in your mind to wonder, hey, why, why do I tell myself I want a relationship and I need it now and I'm behind, quote, behind my friends in relationships. However, the idea of being emotionally intimate with someone terrifies me you need to ask why you need to dig into the subconscious blocks that you're facing around a relationship and address any sort of past relationship trauma any sort of past relationship emotions that still weigh heavy on you that make you run for the hills right so letting go of the when in that situation would be not telling yourself 
you absolutely need a relationship now to function because that's just not true period and really it's about the comparison thing when it comes to relationships that you don't need to tell yourself you're running behind yes friends are getting engaged yes friends are married yes friends are in long-term relationships that doesn't mean you need to be there right now as well your timeline is your own for a very beautiful unique reason you're running your life you're moving forward and making progress which again progress is something we could spend 10 minutes talking about is so objective to your own life because progress is something we measure in these time constraints of like a calendar year, right? But progress is so, so non-linear and so subjective to each individual person and journey. So comparing yourself to someone else, whether it be, again, this relationship example or a job or finances or life or family or whatever, you are never, ever behind. You are always exactly where you are meant to be. So I think that's all I've got for you guys today. Talked about the how and the when. And I think releasing the when might even be a little bit more difficult for certain people than releasing the how. I feel like a lot of people are very open to circumstances being different than what they expect and letting them surprise you. But I feel like sometimes letting go of the when could be even more difficult because not knowing when something is going to come in. You know, for me, this was not knowing when my business was actually going to start taking off, when I was going to be financially independent, when I was going to be having a client book, when I was going to feel successful. That when was, uh, it was something that tore me to pieces. It was something that weighed so heavy on me every single day. And it was something that was caused for so much fear and so much questioning of my own worthiness. And when I was finally able to let go of the how and let go of the when and be open to things just happening for me is when my life and my circumstances started to change. And now, you know, about a year later, I'm so, I'm in such a good position to continue to welcome those things because I actively work very hard not to compare my life. I actively work very hard to let go of the how, to let go of the when. And when I feel those thoughts creeping up of, okay, but when is this going to happen? Or how is this going to happen? Or I need to be more in control of something. I really try and remind myself that the universe has a plan for me. The universe has my back. The universe has a plan for me to move forward, for me to make, quote, progress. I don't need to be in the driver's seat all the time. In fact, we're probably not in the driver's seat of our own lives the majority of the time. The universe whatever higher power you prescribe to is always is always doing things for you behind the scenes right and if we if we didn't believe that or if that wasn't the case we would have to do everything ourselves we would be doing the heavy lifting and i guarantee you we're not actually doing the heavy lifting so so much is happening for you right now as you listen to this as i speak so i hope this hits i hope this felt really liberating to you and very I hope this felt like I was giving you permission because a lot of us, I know I say that a lot. And if you're confused as to why I'm giving you permission, it's really just in a way that I offer you something to grab onto and say, okay, I'm not one. I don't give myself permission a lot to do things. So, you know, this person is telling me I can give myself permission to do these things. A lot of times we just need invitations to give ourselves permission. So in this case, I give you permission to let go of the one let go of control, embrace the circumstances you are you are in now, and again, go, going back to the gratitude point, 
and see how your life will change. Not in a year. See how, you know, your circumstances, expectations, experience change in the next week and see how it goes from there. I hope this hits. You guys know the spiel. I love you all so, so dearly. And I will see all of you beautiful souls next week.